This Bible teaching comes to you from the Apostolic Church All Nations Centre in Kennington, London. Here now is Pastor Abraham Saki with the Word of God. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Uh, what a privilege again to come around God's Word. And I trust that you are eager to hear from the Lord. I say, well, I have to say, hang on, Abraham Saki, it's you. I think we've told you already, God, Christ says, I will build my church. And he's going to use us to build this church. So we come, and we come this morning again with hearts yearning to hear from God. My, 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 my subject, or our subject, has, it, has been, I will build my church. And my stripe line is, my stripe line is, a family of God's, God pleases. Let me say it again. I will build my church, a family of God pleases. Let us pray. Father, help us to understand what you seek to communicate to us, because you are calling us to something perhaps that may be alien to some of us. Something that people say, hey, hang on, where are we coming from? Where are we going? And yet you are calling us on the matter of being a family of God pleases. Help us, Lord, to hear you in essence clearing still about the storms of passion and the memories of self-will. Help us, O oh Lord, we pray, and help me to communicate nothing but truth to the glory of your name. This I ask in the matchless name of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, with thanksgiving, amen. So church, here we are again. Continue with our theme of I will build my church. And uh, it's taken from Matthew 16 and verse 8, reading from the New King James Version, which says, I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. This is against the background of Jesus Christ asking them, who do men say that I am? And then Peter comes with a declaration. On the basis of it, on that declaration, Jesus makes this statement. What I seek to do, what I seek to do this morning, and I trust that you've been blessed by the other, 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 other ministers or other two ministers who have come before me or after my first, my first uh, preaching, and I trust that you're going to be blessed again. This is, this is going to be my approach. We're going to look at scriptures. We're going to examine scriptures that will inform our minds and our hearts and indeed our, our spirits on this subject of pleasing God. If you find yourself getting upset about pleasing God, then you know that your heart is not in the right place. I think that we've come to a day and age when we've got to call things by what they really are. A family of God pleasers. And this is against the background of us returning to in-person service where perhaps on Sundays we will see each other face to face. The scriptures that I will read, I'll read uh, will make uh, the subject very, very clear that a church is a family of God and um, it, uh, being a family of God's pleasers has been at the heart of God's uh, redemptive message right from the beginning of creation. In fact, you would understand that when the serpent, when the devil went to the Garden of Eden to tempt Adam and Eve, it was destroy this relationship because he did not want them to please God. For each of the scriptures that we will look at, you may want to add a statement, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. What I'm saying is this. So when I bring forward a scripture, the closing bit of it will say, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So what then are my objectives? This morning, I believe that what I preach will serve for some people as a refresher course. A refresher course because the things we speak about will not be alien to you, will not be new to you. For some of us, it will be a wake-up call because we have got a destiny to fulfill. And for some of us, it will be a rallying call to be and to do the will of God. To be and to do the will of God. We desire that, we will agree that our return to in-person service, a change has got to come. 
a change has got to come when we simply cannot do business as usual and we become a family of God's pleasers. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read uh, uh, some passages, passages of Scripture to you and in there you will find what uh, pleasing God is all about. My first passage, passage is Ephesians 3 from verses 8 to 11. To me, who am less than the least of all saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden to God, has been hidden in God who created all things through Christ Jesus. Listen, to the intent that, listen, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. What this scripture says is that by, 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 through the church, God or Christ will show his wisdom to principalities and powers. So when he says, I will build my church, and we're talking about being a family of God's pleasers, we say that through the church, through the likes of you and I coming together, he will demonstrate to Satan the manifold wisdom of God. So we say, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The next scripture we're going to look at is found in Hebrews 2, 10 to 11. For it was fitting for him, for whom all things, and by whom all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Don't you like the expression, the captain of their salvation? For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one. For, he, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. Listen, my friend, the Bible says that because of what he came to do in his sanctifying power, he is not ashamed to, be, to, to call us brothers. Christ says, you as a, as, 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 as a member of his body, he is not ashamed to be called your brother. A family of God pleases. A family that pleases God. When we please God, God says, I am not ashamed to be identified with you. Some of us have said, I don't want to be identified with that person because he shames me. And Christ says, because of his redemptive work, because of his suffering, and because of him making us perfect, he is not ashamed to be called our brothers. Indeed, a family of God's pleasers. Please listen carefully. Sit down there, my friend. Ask yourself whether your behavior, ask yourself as to whether your service for Christ will make him to be ashamed to be called your brother. Let us move on from there. So what, uh, Hebrews 2.10 talks about him not, not being ashamed to call his brethren. And then you go up to Hebrews 11.14-16, to 16, and he says this. For those who say, say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind what country from which they had come out, they would, not, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better that is a heavenly country. Therefore, listen, therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. I say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So on both counts where God wants to be associated with us, the word ashamed is used. In Hebrews 2 verse 10 he says, for this reason he is not ashamed to be called, to call them brethren. He is not ashamed to be called your brother. And then Hebrews 11 moves it further on and he says, for God is not ashamed to be called their God. Think of it. For God is not ashamed for you 
to be known as, for, for he, him to be known as your God. More reason, my friend, why we should be a church of God's pleasers. That God will say, like he said about Christ, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. These are my people and I am pleased in them. This is, this is serious business, my friend. You say, well, I never heard it up before, but there you have it. Therefore, therefore, God is not ashamed to be called the as God, for he has prepared a city for them. Hallelujah. Somebody rejoice. A family of God pleases. Build your church, Lord. Matthew 5, 14 to 16 says this. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Can this not be so plain? A family of God pleases. And God says, let your light, let my light so shine that men may see. And when men, when men see it, men say, may God be blessed. I pray, my friend, I desire that you and I will come with such a mindset that when we have done something, men will look at us and say, God be praised. Glory to God. Hallelujah. People, people will say, not when you've done it, they are hiding their faces. They don't know where, which way to look. Serious business, my brother. Serious business, my sister. When reports of what you have been up to goes out there, you know, he says, I will build my church. And sometimes we behave as though the church belongs to us. We fight, we accuse, we bite, we scratch, we do everything, we malign. We even want to kill. And yet, the owner says, I will build my church. It is my church, not yours, not mine. Whatever name is called, so long as it's a church for which Christ died, he says, I will build my church. A family of God pleasers. Is your family a family of God pleasers? Your, 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 your nuclear, nuclear, fa nuclear family, is it a family of God, God pleasers? And God is calling me, and God is calling you. Let your light so shine. I will build my church. I will let my light so shine. Jesus, help my light to shine. Because you say, you build your church and the gates of hell. You see, when you so shine and the devil sees it, he's ashamed. When you do something that is pleasing, God is glorified. And the last thing that Satan wants is for his arch enemy to be praised. Somebody get it in your spirit. Next time you're going to malign somebody. Next time you're going to insult somebody. And some of us are good at insulting. Next time you're going to pull somebody and say, whoa, 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 whoa. It is not part of God's redemptive agenda. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so he says, let your light so shine. Wake up, my friend. Wake up now and stay your up because we have been called to go on a good venture, a better venture. Next time somebody comes to you and wants to malign someone, say, hey, sister, brother, have you not heard? Let your light so shine that men may see and glorify your father. My business, your business is to glorify the Lord and to be part of a family of God's pleasers. Evidence that we belong to the family. John, 14, John 13, 34, 35. A new commandment I give to you. That you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another. By this, all men know. But when we bite one another, when we malign, when we say terrible things. I mean, I cannot believe it that somebody who calls himself a pastor, a minister of God, will find it necessary to lie about somebody else for personal glory. The church belongs to Christ, my friend. The church is not yours. We come, we go. We come, we go. You live for 200 years, you still are going to go. And the church doesn't belong to you. The church 
belongs to Christ. Let your light so shine, he says. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. As I have loved you, that you also love, love one another. By this, all will know. By this, all will know. By this, all will know. Give praise to me. Show forth, showcase me by loving one another. Then men will give, will give me glory. Men will say, yep. They will know that you are my disciples. Let's move on. 2 Corinthians 8, 9 to 11. One of my favorite scriptures. It says, make this your aim in life. Therefore, we make it our aim. We make it our aim. Whether present, whether, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. A family of God's pleasers. I will build my church. We say, build your church, Lord. We make it our aim to be pleasing to him. You desire to be known as a potentate of days. You desire people to worship you. You desire people to call you ma. You desire people to call you sir. You want people to call you every man of them. That does not glorify God. That is not part of God's <coughs> business. Well, you take praise from men, you take glory from God. And when you take glory from God, you put yourself in a very difficult position. Wherefore, he says, whether present or absent, we make it our aim to be well pleasing to him. May my life be pleasing to God. May your life be pleasing to God. May the ANC be pleasing to God in all that we do, my friend. Next time you're going to do something, a so-called ministry, a so-called whatever it is that you do, ask yourself, will this please the Lord? Will it bring him joy? Will it bring him pleasure? Will it make people to say, hey, that's a child of God. And if it doesn't, please do not do it. Ask the Lord, say, Lord, help me that the wickedness of my heart will go away and I will do things that please you. Let's move on. A family of God, God pleases. I will build my church and I say build your church. Lord, not my church, but you build your church. We want a church family like that of Enoch. Listen to this, Hebrews 11, 5 to 6. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. There you have it again. Enoch had a testimony. They didn't say it was a gossiper. They didn't say it was a husband snatcher or a wife snatcher. Or, 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 or he took, he, he flees people for their money that he, he banged hairs or whatever it is. No. He had this testimony that he pleased God. Brother, what's your testimony? Sister, what's your testimony? For you as a family, what's your testimony? When people mention your name, what are the images that come to mind? Oh, not that one. No, my friend, when your name is mentioned, may people say, let Lord be placed. Glory to God. Because that is a man, of, a man of God. That's a woman of God. That's a family of God. That's a church of God. Pleases. When people say, I'm going to the ANC. Oh, yeah, you find joy over there. Oh, they are not, not, not so ever so friendly, but they fear the Lord. And God is present in the midst. God is there. Very present. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. There we have it again, to please God. A family of God pleases. So we've got to be a people of faith. When we are faith, we please God. People who are faith do not pull each other down. People who are faith, they trust in the Lord. 
God is calling you, my friend, and he's calling us to be a family of God-pleasers. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that is a reward of those who diligently seek him. I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. When you and I stand in faith, knowing what he did for us on the cross of Calvary, we have no fear, and we demonstrate the Christ. We showcase the Christ. Somebody comes and says, I am not feeling well. Say, let me pray for you. Somebody comes, and it comes to a problem. Say, my God will help you. A family of God's pleasers. He had this testimony that he pleased God. Mr. Pastor, what's your testimony? Mrs. Church leader, what's your testimony? A divider, a banger of heads. What a shame. What a crying shame. Please stop it and pick up a ministry that will give God glory. Listen to this. Make Jesus rejoice in the spirit. I say yes. Make Jesus rejoice in the spirit. Luke 10, 17, 21. Then the 70 returned rejoicing. Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in your sight. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He sent out the 70. They came back and they said, Master, even the demons, the devils are subject to us in your name. Christ looks at them and says, whoa, okay. Yeah, so great, but don't rejoice in this. Rejoice that your names are written. Your names are written in heaven. A family of God's pleasers. But this same family of God's pleasers, they took the authority that they had, and when they went out there, they demonstrated it. As some of you say, they showcased it. I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Because these disciples went out with the authority, and the gates of hell had to give way. They had to give way, because these empowered people came, and they demonstrated, they demonstrated Christ. Even the demons are subject to us in your name. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, and every tongue will have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Of things in heaven, things on the earth, and things underneath the earth. A family of God's pleasers. Let us seek, my brother, my sister, let us seek to be a family of God's pleasers. When we demonstrate, when we showcase what he has placed within us. Oh, hallelujah. Is your, is your heart really bubbling? Yearning to do the things that God wants us to do. The church is made up of individuals. Let me, let me, let me read something for you, for you that I, um, from A.W. Tozer. Let me read that for you. It says this. The authority of the Holy Spirit must begin with the individual Christian and then flow over into the local congregation. We talk about individual people now. The authority of the Holy Spirit must begin with the individual Christian and then flow into the local congregation. Our strategies are backward. Local church leaders are, and even denominational leaders are trying to set the tone for the congregation to follow. They have, they, they, they have boiled it down to a despicable term, a formula. All you need is a right formula and everything will be all right. The focus in this book is on the individual. The local church comprises individual Christians. And as those individual Christians go, as so goes the local church. A.W. Tozer, alive in, in the spirit, 
experiencing the power, the presence and the power of God. A family of God pleasers. When you prepare to come back to in-person service, and you are full of the Holy Spirit because you live a holy life. You are full of the Holy Ghost because you are prayerful. You are full of the Holy Ghost because you live in the Word. You are full of the Holy Ghost because you love, righteous, you love righteousness and hated iniquity. So God has anointed you above your fellows. And when you go out, when you come to the church, your very life challenges something. And then we, some, one person catches the fire of the other person and we are a church on fire for Christ. And then when we are on fire for Christ, we'll be a family of God pleases. Let's desire to be a family of God pleases. Let's move on quickly. Psalm one three three, a song of ascents of a song of ascents of David. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the, like the, the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessings life forevermore. I say hallelujah. For there are the ANC. Are the ANC where they are a family of, of, of God pleasers. Where the, the church is a family of God pleasers. There the Lord commanded blessings even life forevermore. Someone say amen, amen. Someone say Lord even bring it to pass. When we become a family of God pleases because God, there the Lord commanded the blessings, even life forevermore. Let us begin to love one another. Let us begin to live as one. Let's move on quickly because time is gone. Listen to this, Isaiah 61, 1 to 3. I just read it to you and then I'll leave you to do the, the bits of it. The spirit of the Lord God is for me. Can you imagine you coming to church? You come to church on a Sunday morning, whatever it is, one of the prayer meetings, and then somebody stands up and they declare under the power of the Holy Ghost, or perhaps they take it to read as Christ took up the scroll and they read and say, hey, guys, guys, listen, the spirit of the Lord God is about me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings upon the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they might be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he might, he might be glorified. And all of these things, not because people will call me the great one or the wonderful one, a powerful woman of God and they run to you and that kind of thing, all that foolishness. No, that he may be glorified. Hallelujah. You say, Abraham Saki, you are shouting. No, I'm just excited that he may be glorified. And the ministry we have is a ministry of glorifying God by that which he does through us because we are full of the Holy Spirit. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. A family of God pleases indeed. Ephesians 4, 14 to 16. That we should no longer be children. Did you hear that? We should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in him, uh, may grow up in all things unto him who is the head, even Christ. From whom the whole body joined and knit together by what Every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share. Causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. I say, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. A family of God's places. Which, which father, which mother will not be pleased when he sees the children growing up? 
They mature in it growing up, but above all, they love one another. And they're helping one another. Which, which family would not be pleased? And then somebody says, who are these? And they say, these, these are the family of God pleasers. The ANC, the Audition Center, a family of God pleasers. Or perhaps your family, a family of God pleasers. I challenge you to tell me that what I'm preaching is rubbish. I challenge you to tell me that it's not godly. I challenge you that. Let's seek to be a family of God's places. Can we say this? John 8, 29. Oh, oh, one of my favorite scriptures. And he, and he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I always do those things that please him. Listen to this. Get excited, my friend. And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone. For I always do those things that please him. I will build my church. You know the stranger about God? And God is very, very strange. He who sent me is with me. When you send somebody, you stay where you are and the person goes. But when it comes to the context of our God, he sends you and he comes along with you also. He's not one of those generals who will send his people to go to battle and then he sits in the comfort of his home. No. He who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone because I always do those things that please him. Somebody get excited and shout hallelujah and say, Lord, from now on, I will do those things that please you. Let us be a family of God pleases. What will please the Lord? For God was with him. Can we know this? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. For God was with him. For God was with him. Let us say, let this be said about the agency. When you go there, for God is with them. Not just even coming. When you meet a member in good standing, for God is with them. Because you will see the power of God manifested in him. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I praise you. These are the family of God pleasers. God pleasers are those who truly represent him. God pleasers are those who show forth his glory. God pleasers are those that Jesus uses to demonstrate to Satan his manifold wisdom. God pleasers are those who look and act like Jesus. Amen. Yeah, they look and act like Jesus. God pleasers are those of whom he is not ashamed to call brethren. God pleasers are those of whom he's not ashamed to be called their God. To think about it. He would not be ashamed to be called my God. For, 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 for me to call him my God. Or people to know that he's my God. God pleases are those who do not give occasion for the devil to blaspheme against God. God pleases allow their light to shine. God pleases are those described in Philippians 4.18. I have received full payment. And more, I am well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. When you bring your sacrifice to God, is it acceptable? We'll finish with this. I will build my church. And our response is this, build your church, Lord. May we indeed be a, fa- a church family of God pleasers. This we pray in Jesus' name. Shalom, shalom, shalom. God bless you. Let's go and be a family of God Jesus. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching. You just listened to Pastor Abraham Sake of the Apostolic Church All Nation Centre in Kennington, London. Our address is 13 Tyres Terrace, Lambeth, London, SE11 5LZ. Call us on 020 7820-9917 Find us on the web at www.apostolic-anc.org The All Nation Centre Reaching out into the community 
in practical and caring ways.